A mayor suggests ice fishing could lead to prostitution. A lady with a nut allergy was thrown off an airline. And pillow fighting has become an official combat sport. These are the weird stories for Wednesday on Weird AF News. This is the only daily weird news podcast. Yep. A mayor suggests that ice fishing could lead to prostitution. Hudson, Ohio. Uh, We have a mayor there named Craig Schubert. He suggested that ice fishing in the city might lead to prostitution. Uh, His comments have been widely shared online. This occurred during a Hudson City Council meeting on Tuesday. Council President Chris Foster claimed that a number of residents have requested permission to ice fish on a lake there called Hudson Springs. I'm looking at a picture of what I believe is Hudson Springs Lake. It looks beautiful. The exact place you want to have prostitution. (laughs) So according to the recording of this meeting, uh, ice fishing is currently prohibited on the lake, and some officials said that they were worried that people could fall through the ice. Yeah, this is very typical. It's a it's a legitimate concern. You fall through the ice ice fishing. Uh, maybe they thought the city could be held liable if you allow people to fish on the lake and they fall through. It could also create an additional burden for the firefighters in the area, police officers, paramedics. You're going to have to patrol the lake, etc. Well, the mayor raised an altogether different concern. Schubert said. Well, if you open this up to ice fishing, well, you know, on the surface, it sounds pretty good. But what happens next year? Someone come back and someone says, hey, I want an ice shanty out there for uh, X amount of time. And then if you allow fishing, ice fishing with the shanties, that leads to another problem, prostitution. And now you've got the police chief and the police department involved because you got prostitution in the ice shanties. Ice fishing and prostitution go hand in hand in my mind because I'm not that bright. I don't know how I got this position as mayor. Oh, I know why, because we're led by the least among us. (laughs) I'm one of them. Council members at the time did not directly address his comment about prostitution. Why, council members? So sad. This is how morons get to proliferate when you don't call them morons in the arena where they deserve to be morons. We live in a culture where everybody's so polite, you know, and then we allow this pernicious idiocy to flourish right in the, right in front of our faces. Sometimes people in high positions, uh, like mayors, but no, no one wants to hurt anybody's feelings. Can't call a mayor a dummy. You can't even say mayor, what you're saying is irrational and makes zero sense. Well, you know, once you get ice fishing and you get those ice shanties, then then you're going to have illegal Bitcoin mining, you know, could happen out there on an ice shanty. Or, or, you know, maybe people are going to be peddling uh, illegal dog jerky, you know, out in the middle of the lake. Can't have that. You know, these ice shanties could lead to all sorts of problems and crimes that none of us foresaw. Maybe someone might want like a a meth lab ice shanty out there in the middle of the lake. And now what are we going to do? We got a meth lab on on the ice? How do we defend ourselves from this? And then, of course, you're going to have jaywalking on the ice as they get to their ice shanty. Can't have all that jaywalking. You know, these people need to stay between the lines. I'm the mayor. You know what I mean? I'm the mayor. (laughs) It's funny how easy it is to be a good politician. 
All you have to do is not be dumb and be honest. <laughs> That's all you got to do. The simplest things, which, you know, we could make the argument that most human beings should be these two things, not dumb and honest. And that you, I mean, the sky's the limit for you at that point, right? <laughs> he was the greatest politician ever. He never lied. And by the way, never said a stupid thing. <laughs> I mean, we really set the bar low, don't we? Okay, moving on. One of the reasons I did this story is because I recently watched a lot of YouTube videos about very extravagant ice shanties and ice houses, and they have these things called ice castles as well. I mean, these things, you could build quite a splendid extravagant structure or purchase one, tens of thousands of dollars to do your ice fishing, or you can just use a tent or like a little pup tent. There's various degrees of ice shanty um, you know, sophistication, I would say, but you know, I, I heard that you would sleep on the ice when you're ice fishing. And I was like, how do you do that? You sleep on the ice. That's where it began. I didn't know you sleep on the ice and you know, some people do, and they have these structures that you have to sleep on the ice. And some of them have like microwave ovens and saunas and <laughs> podcast studios. It's pretty, pretty cool. Anyways, if you ever want to, uh, just have your mind blown, just YouTube search, ice fishing castles. Or if you want to have your mind blown on a different level, just attend one of these Hudson, Ohio council meetings because someone's going to say something outrageous, no doubt. And it's probably going to be Craig. My guess is it's Craig. A woman with a nut allergy is thrown off a flight because the flight attendants claim they are contractually obligated to serve nuts on the plane. A woman was recently thrown off an American Airlines flight. Flight attendants claimed that they were not allowed to avoid serving nuts on board. Uh, 26-year-old Sophie Draper was set to fly on American Airlines from London to New York. Draper suffers a severe allergic reaction when exposed to tree nuts, uh, which uh, she has this quality in common with your host. Yes, I have a tree nut allergy. During the booking, she looked for a place to indicate she had a nut allergy, but found no place to make such a notation. Yeah, you can't can't even make a notation that you have a nut allergy, but you can bring an emotional support pony onto the flight. That's no problem. This makes a lot of sense. You can check your bow and arrow and bring that on the plane, I bet, right? During the check-in, Sophie mentioned to the check-in agent she was, and was told to speak to the gate agent about the nut allergy, okay? So they just kicked the stone down the road, per usual. At the gate, the agents told her to speak to the cabin crew. Okay, kick the stone further down and get her closer to being on board. Uh, Once on board, she spoke to the purser who said that they were, quote, unfortunately, contractually obliged to serve hot mix nuts in first and business class. And not only that, that it was, quote, against the company policy to make announcements relating to food allergies. How about that? Even though she was flying in the economy class, which does not serve nuts because the plebeians don't get nuts. They have to eat napkins. (laughs) It says, even though she's flying in economy, the presence of nuts in first class and business class poses the risk of anaphylaxis if allergens travel airborne. This is very true. This is why some airlines have completely eliminated the serving of nuts on board. Now, Draper's boyfriend was with her and asked a flight attendant, Uh, What would happen if Sophie went into anaphylactic shock in the plane over the Atlantic? Uh, According to them, the flight attendant said, you guys know how to use an EpiPen, right? (laughs) Okay. 
But sensing that there was a greater problem here, they actually were removed from the flight. The crew claimed that they were very uncomfortable with the couple. <laughs> okay. Way to go, guys. Way to go. Way to, uh, you know, be a little bit flexible for a, what is really a disease. I would say, it's not a disease. You're not going to call this a disease. This is a disease, trust me. And it ought to be cured. They've cured restless leg syndrome, but they can't cure the nut allergy. Really? They've cured restless leg syndrome, a condition that if you have, you don't even know because you're sleeping. That's cured. They got a pill for it. You can take that out of your life. You can even take farts away. Yeah, they got a pill to take away your farts. You can never fart again if you don't want to. Take pills. Don't fart. They've cured flat ass syndrome. Yeah, don't laugh. It's true. You got a flat ass? Oh, no, you don't have to have a flat ass. If you got enough money, you can cure your flat ass. They take a piece of an ass out of some larger person and they stick it in your ass. I don't even know. Maybe they take it from your boobs and put it in your... I don't even know, but they get it somewhere. They put it in your ass so you have no more flat ass. You got a nice round ass. Yeah, they cure all these things. You think they could buckle down just one time and cure the nut allergy? No, no, can't do that. Science is too busy trying to figure out what kind of music sharks like. Yeah, stuff like that. And hey, look at I'm not going to pretend for one minute that being denied nuts on a flight is kind of crappy. But at the same time, nuts are one of a billion snack choices. They're just, they're just a gazillion snack choices. They could serve so many different things. Now, they're on the pretzel game. Of course, they're serving pretzels. But there's many other. What about Cool Ranch Doritos? Huh? Why don't we put that to a vote? How about you serve a small bag? Man, screw it. Big bag of Cool Ranch Doritos. Everybody gets it. You know, the blue one. Oh, I could eat those all day. Yeah. Why don't we have other snacks? What is what? You've been serving nuts since 1940. All right. Mix it up now, bro. Seriously. Nuts on the plane. <laughs> Come on. Serve a goddamn banana split. I just paid $400 for this stupid flight anyways. I got to sit back here with my legs all crunched up in economy. Give me a damn banana split. Everybody gets banana splits in a daiquiri. How about that? They can afford it. Come on now. Nuts on a plane. Really? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Pillow fighting becomes an official combat sport. Have you ever been in a pillow fight in your childhood? I'm sure you have. Chances are you've done it many times because it's a very fun activity that we all used to indulge in with our friends or our siblings. You smash them off the bed. You ever play King of the Hill? Just trying to beat each other off the couch or whatever with pillows? Good times, man. This was pre-smartphone days. (laughs) Our fun was innocent. We tried to smash each other into (laughs) needing a neck brace (laughs) to have a good time. We tried to break each other's spine way before smartphones. Do you remember that, guys? Tried to concuss our siblings. That was a good time. The satisfaction of beating down your opponent with a pillow until he or she submits was a very high point of our childhood, one would say. We all grew out of it as we aged. Some, Some of us, though, did not. Some of us are still doing it as adults. And this is why they've transported pillow fighting from the bedroom to a professional arena. Yes, it now has become a very serious combat game played in a sports ring. Now, last month, the first ever 
Professional Pillow Fighting Championship took place in, you guessed it, Florida. Surprisingly, Florida. Uh, you would think they wouldn't have pillow fighting in Florida. They would have like alligator, dead alligator carcass fighting or something like that. They beat each other with frozen iguanas, which is giant bags of meth. <laughs> so they had this in Florida. The Pillow Fighting Championship. I want to get some details. Go to the website. Maybe I could join. I'm pretty good with a pillow. 24 competitors total contested in this event. 16 whom were men, 8 were women. The contenders were handed out comfy-looking, colorful pillows in the ring. Instead of their fists and gloves, they had to use their pillows to strike at their opponents. This was introduced as a pay-per-view tournament, though. Pay-per-view. This is why none of us have seen it. Gotta pay for that shit. Who would pay for a pillow fight tournament to see? Like, pay-per-view. I mean, I'd see it live. I'd buy a ticket. I'm not gonna pay for it at home. I mean, come on. Okay. Uh, We have some winners to announce. Estela Nunez won the women's championship after defeating Kendall Volker. Uh, you guys know Estela. She's great with a pillow. Howley Tillman defeated Marcus Brimage to claim the first place in the men's division. Way to go, Holly. That's a man's name, by the way. H-A-U-L-E-Y. I've never seen it spelled that way. Both of these champions received, hey, look at this, $5,000 cash and a belt. That's pretty cool. Even some UFC stars entered the competition as well. Notably, Marcus Brimage, who made it to the championship. He was Conor McGregor's first opponent back in the day. Uh, Now, it turns out this unconventional tournament caught the attention of a lot of people who were left thrilled by the idea of a combat sport where nobody gets hurt. The PFC's official website is looking for athletic men and women to register for their upcoming fights, by the way. Just letting you guys all know. So if you'd been a champion pillow fighter in your childhood, it might be time to take on the challenge and maybe win yourself a belt and some cash. Let's go to the Pillow Fighting Championship official website, which I'll post a link to in the show notes and see if there's one happening near you. Man, I would love to be in a Pillow Fighting Championship. I'm pretty good with a pillow. Uh, I like the uh, older pillows. You know, you you always had one of those pillows that was a little heavy and old and you could kind of all of you could kind of press all the insides to one corner of it, you know, and then you twist the other end so it's a nice handle and just oh, you just take people out with that. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? I'm, I'm making hand gestures and movements now, I'm not realizing that I'm. this is just audio and you can't see what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm an idiot. This is good though, this pillow fighting championship. I love to see these childhood games brought back. Uh, I mean, we should replace some of our Olympic games with this stuff. I mean, who wants to watch curling? So stupid. Pillow fighting. I'd rather watch that. And we're one step closer to having wiffle ball become a professional sport. Maybe get that in the Olympics someday. You guys know I'm a a big wiffle ball fan. Hello, everybody. You've reached the outro. This is where we wrap it up. Give thanks and praise. I want to thank everybody who emailed me. You can do so at funnyjones at gmail.com. If you want to call the show, it's 646-450-2012. I want to give thanks and praise to all of my patrons. And I just want to give you guys a heads up. I've been putting a lot of content in there the last couple days. So if you don't get a notification of that, which you should, you might want to check that out. Some of that stuff, some of that stuff is fabulous and very weird. Uh, if you guys want to join the Patreon and um, get another glimpse into my strange brain, it's patreon.com slash weirdafnews. 
Yes, and for as little as a half a cup of coffee a month, you can get access to the all the weird content that I put in there. And you just get that good feeling knowing that you're supporting a daily weird news podcast that records inside a closet. I mean, who doesn't want that kind of feeling? You're going to go your whole life without that feeling? Do it, man. You can join the Patreon by going to patreon.com slash weirdafnews or download the Patreon app. Do a search for Weird AF News once you've downloaded it. You'll see the little Weird AF News logo that you're all familiar with. Or go to weirdafnews.com, the official website that's paid for by the generous donations of my patrons. Um, Weirdafnews.com has a homepage, and on that homepage, there are ways you can support the show. Click on the Patreon banner right there. It's pretty easy. All right. Hope you guys are living it up. Living it up. <laughs>